when she said the more you do it the better you get at it that's so true like people are like they there's this trend where people are trying to talk down on people who want to wait until marriage to have sex if you want to wait until marriage to have sex that's your body that is your what he said that is your body Mm -hmm. and that's that's a good idea don't listen to these people What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm Taja. And I'm Nate. And you're listening to Keep, Keep It, it Rolling. Rolling. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yep. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, so I don't know if you all, you noticed, but the scenery has changed. We're in a different location. Yep. Mm-hmm. In our living room. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you tell There's me that? There's nothing wrong with that. You didn't say that last time. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the living room, but I'm just saying, I mean, it's, it's to keep you wondering. Yeah, but, I guess. You know, it's like, I have a surprise for you. The prize is this. I'm like, what? Like, you're not going to. Well, anyway, we changed yeah. the scenery for you guys, and mm-hmm. we were like, you know what? Let's spice it up a little bit. Because he felt like y'all was tired of seeing the wall. Yeah, it was kind of boring. What? And yeah so anyway so today's topic is the process of, of becoming one becoming one yeah <laughs> trying to rush me. no I'm just trying, trying to, to let you know huh? trying to let you know that i don't know the topic okay. after the 13th time yeah yeah okay so what are your initial thoughts on just the topic itself well uh, uh becoming one um who's becoming one what is becoming one you know, so like, if you are new to our <laughs> podcast, we are married, yeah. uh, husband and wife. So if you have heard or been to a wedding or I don't know, have heard, you've heard the term in some way to yeah. become one. Yeah. You know, when so you become married, you become one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. some people, you may have heard it, but you don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. So today we are going to be talking about that process and how. It, how we feel about that process, how others may feel about the process, and yeah, all the things. Yeah. So yeah, now that I've things. said that, some of the things, all of the things. Yeah, some of the things. Yeah. Some of the things we know. Being yeah. married for six years and together for almost seven. So, seven. Seven years. No been married for six years i've just i know but i'm just you said almost seven i said being married for six being together for almost seven okay roll it back being married for six years and together for almost seven (laughs) anyway so uh, okay disclaimer that we are parents and we have kids so if you hear noise in the background Every once in a while, just know that. Hey, it's life, you yeah, know. It's life. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So back to that topic of becoming one. What does it mean to become one? It can mean yes. a lot. So. So. Uh, okay. What is the saying that husbands leave their mother and father and cling to his wife mm-hmm. and become one flesh? So if you are one flesh, there's a huge decision-making process that goes with just your life, just being alive. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make decisions when it comes to finances. You're going to make decisions when it comes to spiritual, the spiritual, um, the physical, 
parenting, you know, just day-to-day stuff. And you may not agree on everything all the time because Mm -hmm. let's face it, we are two different people, you know? You are two different people. You're going to have two different ideas on things. But what does it mean to actually come together and be one? Because we've told, we tell our kids all the time too, we are one. We don't, it's no team mama, team daddy. It's no mama's right, daddy's right, or mama's wrong, daddy's, you know, it's, we are one. So if my husband says something, then I say it. If I say something, he says it. Majority of the time, if they come ask him, he's just like, go ask your mama. <laughs> so. I feel like when they ask us too much or whatever, I, just, I tell them, go to you. Or sometimes it avoids asking one parent something. Yeah. And they say no. They say one thing, and then you ask the next parent because you didn't like the answer the first mm-hmm. parent gave you. So instead of you know having them asking both parents, I just say, go ask your mom. It makes it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, ask one par- parent this. And, yeah. and if they come to me and say, well, mama said I need to ask you, then I, then I know for sure then, hey, they already asked their mom. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Let's just jump right into the controversial part of it where people have the most issues of becoming one. Okay. And that is finances. When it comes to joining your banks together and every financial decision coming through both of you instead of one making a, a financial decision and the other making their own financial decision, you are coming together. Mm-hmm. One person can't just go and buy a car and the other person is like, well, I don't care because that was your money. Like, no, that's not how things work. Yeah, so. it's not. Yeah. But people be like, you know, I don't want to put my money with this uh, with my partner because of this problem and this problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like you don't just you don't just meet someone today and then get married to them tomorrow. Like we've all like in this day and time or whatever. I don't know how they did it way back when, but now in today's time, people date usually for years. People known each other for a couple, even a couple months before you get to know this, uh, mm-hmm. before you uh, decide to marry this person. And um, the thing about it is too, like when you are with this person, dating this person, you actually, you, you get to know how they are. I mean, sometimes you hear about people hiding certain things, but like from certain habits, they, uh, from, from their habits and stuff, you understand how they spend you know what they do with their money are they like are this are they this type of person who who rack up a lot of debt you know don't know how to pay off their debt or this type of person who know how to save and everything like save their money not spend a lot it's kind of cheap i guess however you call it but you kind of know someone's financial background when you when you uh meet them and you know start to build a relationship with them so from there you should know okay when I do get married with this, uh, when I get when I do get married to this person, what type of problems are we gonna be having financially? Like if this person loves to save, then you know, okay, hey, you won't be having a problem with spending, but you may have a problem with this person, like not wanting to buy anything and want to be super cheap and always worrying about, okay, where the money going, where the money going. So, and, or an ex, uh, a next case where a person likes to spend the money on everything they see just to impress the Joneses next door and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or just just be like, oh, I'm not, you don't know if tomorrow's promise, so I'm gonna just spend my money because I don't want no one to, it, that type of person. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get is, you know, that's a, a either either or, like 
saver or a spender, both is, both can become problems. So if you know this is someone you want to spend your uh, life with, I feel like you need to probably see counseling, first of all, because this is a problem that you know is not going to just go away. I don't care how long you've been with this person. You think you can change their mind? No. Things that become habit like that is is really hard to get rid of. So you, counseling would probably be the best thing to go to. See how y'all can compromise and everything. Because when y'all do be when y'all do get married, both uh, I don't care who's making the money, who's not making the money, or both y'all making the money. When y'all get married, it's supposed to become one spending. Basically, y'all supposed to compromise and say, okay, hey, you know. Um, this is what we can spend. This is what we can afford to spend. And we got to uh, come, in, come in agreement with that. And a lot of things you may disagree with or whatever, but I feel like money is something you should both come on the same page with. Yeah. Because you can't have one person saying, I don't agree with that, but we can do it. And then he's going to be feel in his feelings because we're spending too much money. And then this person is going to be like, oh, I got what I wanted. One person happy and the next not happy. So that's something you need to go to counseling for if you feel like you can't keep your money with this person. And um, yeah, that's that's where I stand on the financial part. What about you? Yeah. So I saw this video where uh, this lady was saying how the enemy loves to come into a biblical marriage. Mm -hmm. And what we say our marriage is, is a biblical marriage Mm -hmm. because we believe in God. We want to be Christ-like. We strive to be that every single day and we live our life day to day. And we try to put God first. Yes. Um, We live our day. We live every day trying to be Mm Christ-like. So. um, Hold on. Wait, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Big keyword, trying to live. Christ like for someone try to hit us. Oh, you're not living Christ like I said, trying to. It's impossible. Not it's impossible to go a day probably without sin, honestly. But yeah, can you yeah. you can even think of something in it and you know, it's sinful. So. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, but the fact that like you want to be better, you yeah, want to continue to be Christ like mm-hmm. we are not just like, well, you know, sin is sin, whatever. Like that's not our mindset. So Anyway, back to what I was saying. So she was saying that uh, the enemy loves to come in to a marriage that way through finances. Mm -hmm. And he tries to make you think that it's crazy to join your money together because this person is going to spend everything that you you had made. And then this person don't even make as much as you. Mm -hmm. Why are you putting your money with them? You know, like, but when you're one... it doesn't matter what this person make or what this person doesn't make. Mm-hmm. It's still, you should still come together and you're going to, you can make the best out of whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's, there's that. And then another thing she said was he loves to use finances to make people feel like they're not as worthy. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hurts like stay at home moms because he makes them think that they're not contributing anything to their marriage or to their family because they're at home and they're not making money. Mm-hmm. And like they're a, a downfall to their spouse who is working. Yeah, what I feel like is a big uh, kind of slap in the face is if a dude uh, wants to have a family, right? He says, you know, I want to have kids. 
and everything. And there are quite a few out there mm-hmm. anyway. But uh, dude, like, I want to have a family. You know, I want to have sons. I want to have daughters and everything. But I want my wife to be a stay-at-home mom because, you know, uh, I feel like my kids will be the best at, at home and all that. You know, the wife is at home uh, making the meals and everything, cooking, cleaning, et cetera, you know, teaching the kids. And then all of a sudden, the dude want to be like, I make the money. I, mm-hmm. I have to say so in this house. Like, this, this is the biggest slap in the face. Yeah. Like, she didn't, like, I mean, of course, both of y'all came together and said, you know, you wanted kids. But it's not just her who wanted the kids. It's not her who said, you know what, I'm going to have these kids. I don't care what you say. No, nah, both of y'all came together and said, I want, you know, uh, I want these kids. And I want you to stay home to take care of the kids. So she's doing a lot of work. I mean, she's technically, that's, no, not technically, that is a job right there. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's, 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 it would be just disrespectful if the dude say, you know, I make the money and everything. Like, where are you going with that and information? So like, it's people, crazy. So many men out there that are like that. But I guarantee those same men, like, they don't know how much work it is to be a Yeah, and they I bet if you tell them, like, how, what KJ said, right? If you, if you want to, uh, if he uh, say switch, if you want to switch place with me or whatever, how you said it? Yeah, so I bet I he won't switch place with you. I yeah. bet he won't switch places with you. I, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, not saying that I don't love my kids, but it's just a sense. It's I'm a like, lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. I just prefer to be out there. I, I feel like my role is to be out there. It's not, it's not a man and woman thing. It's just I feel like I need to be out there. Even if you have a stay at home mom or whatever, or a stay at home wife, it don't give you an excuse not to spend time with your kids. It don't, it don't take that responsibility away. So you still need to mm-hmm. uh, give your kids that time. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So another part of the process of becoming one is your mindset. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not contradicting the fact that you are two different people and you are going to have two different mindsets when it comes to certain things. Yeah. But when you are in a marriage there's no secret that you are going to become more and more like each other. Mm-hmm. Like there are even people who are like, when you stay with someone so long, eventually you start looking like alike and stuff. I've seen people, a lot of people say stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard it too. Yeah, so um, there's no secret to that. And I'm not contradicting what I said earlier about you having two different mindsets. But there are going to be a lot of, things that you're going to agree on and then uh, uh there's a lot of other characteristics that you are going to basically take on throughout your marriage too like becoming selfless instead of selfish yeah. or being able to serve someone and not think about only being served yeah because when you focus on serving other people Ooh. then you are going to be served it's only you preaching up something it's- over there you you're in the you're in the kitchen cooking right there, huh? Yeah, she let her cook. It's like it's like the cycle of life is yeah. once you do something for others, mm-hmm. that is going to come back on you. So in the marriage, if I am naturally serving him and that is what I'm focusing on every day, serving him and serving my kids, I am going to be served because he is focusing on that too. So so okay, so being selfless and not selfish, which let's let's spoke, let's talk about that too. Nah, elaborate a little more on I that. Want to hit deep right so, there. Um, society wants you to think that 
it's all about you. Mm. You need to focus on you. You yeah, need to put yourself first. Put you know, you. self love, yeah. which is good. Self love is good. It is, yeah. But if that's all you're focusing on, it can be detrimental to your relationship. Mm. And I, I believe that that is why a lot of marriages end because they're like they're growing apart. It's because they're focusing too much on themselves mm-hmm. instead of each other. Mm-hmm. Because then they're like, well, I became this person and I don't even know who this person is no more. But how do you not know who this person is if you are constantly serving this person? You're learning who this person is mm-hmm. throughout your marriage constantly. You're, you're seeing them change. You're realizing that, okay, they don't like this no more. They like this now. Or, you know, like your conversations change, your mindsets change, your decisions change. So if you are constantly being selfless, instead of selfish in your marriage, then I think it's going to be pretty hard for you to grow apart. Yeah. If both of y'all are doing that. Mm-hmm. Selfless instead of selfish, serve instead of worrying about being served. And the next one, taming your tongue. Holding so, back, you know, you're talking about yes, that. Okay, finish, how yeah. you... <laughs> You look like you enjoying this. <laughs> okay. That was some good points. Yeah. So taming your tongue. And this can go for obviously wives and husbands. But I'm a wife and I'm going to be speaking directly to wives. And one thing I want to say is that we we need to tame our tongues. Like we're as wives, we're known as nagging over little things complaining over little things, wanting to control, nitpick every little thing. And the Bible says that we have the power of life and death in our tongue. So it's so easy to tear down your husband when he needs you most. We are put here as helpers and we cannot be a helper if we're speaking death over over our, our spouses. If they don't do something in a way that we wanted them to do it, then we're automatically speaking negative things over how they did it or what type of person they are. You know, like they, you have to serve this person. And it's not like some people are, they they hate the word serve. And uh, what's the other word that people hate? Uh, for wives to say, um, 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 I know you uh, obey to be obedient. I no, guess the, the other uh, word, the other uh, word, um, submit, submit, yeah, submit, yeah, submit. basically being obey, yeah. yeah, being, but yeah, yeah, yeah submit. <laughs> so some, uh, some people just, do hate that word too. They for hate real. it. It's like they like the independence up, thing. They're like, oh no, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> but you can serve in so many different ways. Yeah, you can. We need to understand how important it is how our words, how important our words are Mm -hmm. and how we can literally just easily speak death over this person if we're automatically like uh, nagging (laughs) and, you know, just complaining all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Be his happy place. Yeah. Yeah. You sure need to be, yeah, for real. (laughs) Because why would, you know, if he have a hard day over there, why would he want to come home to another negativity? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, at least come home to what they call a safe haven, right? Yeah. So I said the the wives position on that on taming your tongue. What do you think about the, the husband or whatever? Position, yeah. yeah, I mean, my thing is, uh, man, you didn't you didn't kind of spit it all out. I understand that you was talking about the female's perspective, it was but cooking over here. Yeah, he's cooking over there. <laughs> 
uh well i guess we need to as men stop trying to um degrade females you know or especially your wives and all that stuff like stop like how you saying speak positive you even mm-hmm. though you're talking about females males need to do the same thing you know uh, every day you need to compliment your wives you know let them know uh whatever great job uh what great job they're doing you know let them know that they're a good mother and stuff you know uh, the compliments need to roll in and um i feel like you need to uh look at your wife as a like a partner like lifelong partner there to help you and not to it don't and don't feel belittled when your wife tells you something for example if your wife says you know I think this would be a good idea if we do this. You know, take it. Sometimes it's good to take advice from your wife because uh, some of that advice, I mean, two heads, like they say, they're saying two heads are better than one. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I do believe that is, it is a lot better because you could only think about so much. You have your wife coming in and you have a different person coming in with different opinions, opinions you probably never thought about. And you'd be like, damn, you know, that's a good idea right there. So take it. And don't be like, oh, you're a woman, so I can't take it from you. Oh, man, I kind of hate that stuff right there. Like when dudes come, like a female, they act like a female is is below, yeah, you, you know, below below, below them. them. Yeah, and they I'm act like, like it's levels we're, to it. Yeah, and if like you're a female, you're automatically below a male. Yeah, and I hate that stuff. Like mm-hmm. they they have a brain too. They're smart too. Yeah, and their advice or sometimes better than men. And I can admit that. Yeah. And um, there's nothing wrong with taking advice from your wife. That's what she's there for, to help. Help you out, to be there with you, to serve you, and you to serve her. And y'all to the... Emphasis on that, because some people think that the wives are the only ones that are Yeah, no. Nah, you're supposed to serve your wife, too, as well. Y'all are supposed to be in it together. And that's what we mean by become one. Not obviously, y'all, two different people, obviously. But become one is to to put your minds together and help each other out. Of course, y'all are going to have different mm-hmm. opinions. But when you put your mind together, y'all can accomplish so much yeah. by, by just thinking together, putting your minds together, putting your finances together. You know, so much can be done. I wanted to mention that it also comes with changing your mindset because it's less about age and less about the years you've been with them and more about productivity. If there's any productiveness that's coming out of your marriage, out of your relationship with each other, and what you're learning and your communication, then that is what, that is how you know that you're having a, a successful marriage. And Bars. that is how you know you're able to, <laughs> you're <laughs> able to give some t- somebody some type of advice. Yeah. So, yeah, I just had to say that. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, I wanted to mention is the only way my in my opinion the only way you can truly know what love is is by going directly to the bible mm-hmm. and learning what love is yep amen because you can't just go off of a feeling and it's easy to think oh man i get butterflies in my stomach yeah and that's love and then you're with this person for 10 years down the line and you're like, I don't get butterflies anymore. I don't love this person anymore. But love is a commitment. Mm-hmm. It's not just a feeling. The mm-hmm. feeling comes with it. 
But you need to go right back to the Bible because the Bible is love. Mm -hmm. The Bible is a love story. The entire Bible is a love story. And it also explains what love actually is. Don't go off of what someone tells you or how you feel because we are just mere humans. You know, we could we could get the wrong feeling. So basically, just go back to the Bible. Go back to it. Did you have anything else to say? I have nothing else. You sure? Yeah. Okay, I had screenshotted a couple of things, uh, some advice that some people put out there for marriages. So this lady, she says she has been married for 14 years. She gave a few points on just a little advice for your marriages. Uh, okay, number one, have sex often. The more you do it, the better you get at it, and the more you will desire your spouse. Mm -hmm. Nothing destroys a marriage more than lack of intimacy. Yeah. And I think that right there is my favorite one <laughs> because when she said the more you do it, the better you get at it, that's so true. Like people are like, they there's this trend where people are trying to talk down on people who want to wait until marriage to have sex. If you want to wait until marriage to have sex, that's your body. That is your what he said. That is your body, mm -hmm. and that's that's a good idea. Don't listen hey. to these people who are saying you have to test drive the car. And yeah, all that like stuff. that's that's crap right there. It yeah. sure is. It's ridiculous because think about it. You test driving, they're like, well, how you gonna know the car run good? They're like, how you know the car gonna run good? You know, you gotta test drive the car. You then, drive this car. Yeah, as soon as they drive the car, they done. You know, I, I'm done with exactly. this car. Exactly. Like, I was just gonna say they don't keep that car long anyway. Yeah, they want to go and trade it in for a different car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, come on, bro. For Some real. People don't even keep your car for a year, bro. For real. And yeah. I think that is such a good example for how a lot of people live their day to day lives. Mm. They're with this person. They're like, you know what? Let me just test drive the car oh, the sex is good, let me marry this person. And then years down the line, you don't like this person. Yeah. And then you don't want to be with this person. So then you trade in this person for another person. Yep. <laughs> I think that was just the best example. Like people use that example all the time. I feel like that was just the best example for what not to do. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Remember that you are a team that you are on the same team, it's y'all against the problem. I, I try to remember that all the time. It's so easy to be so upset about what's going on that you forget, wait, this is my person right here, mm -hmm. and it's both of us. So let's put our head together. Like you said, two heads are better than one, and let's figure this out. Oh, you skipped that one. I like that one. Do it. Okay. it you seem like you <laughs> go read it. I wasn't gonna say all of them. Go read it. Yeah, that's a okay. really good one. That's no, it's okay. extremely good. Yeah. Okay, so this one: Do you want to be happily married or do you want to be right? And this goes for petty arguments. Exactly, it does. It, I mean, I don't know why you want to skip that one. That's because I just I a lot know. of people. I feel like the other one know, I just said about so being on the same people. team was the same. Yeah, but that one was you should you should have said that one instead of the team one. Should yeah, let go of the petty true. arguments. You mean you know? I mean, hey, say you. I'm sorry. Get back. Make up to get up. Uh, make it up. What you call it? Make up with each other. Yeah, make up with each yeah. other. Like, dude, mm -hmm. you'll understand that that petty you like in the next couple. What? Well, I don't know how some people are, but in the next couple hours, that little argument you had, you're gonna be like, dang.
that was like that was really nothing to get upset <laughs> yeah, for about. Real. It was like really crazy. Yeah, let go of the petty arguments because there could be little things like you you cleaning cleaning up and the person don't clean the way you want them to clean, so you upset with them for days because they didn't clean something the way you want them to clean, or how your partner loads the dishwasher. You could be so. <laughs> <laughs> now that one was too specific. <laughs> Come on. I've been seeing a lot of videos about that lately. For real? Yeah, and I was like, dude, that so is. I don't like how she loads the dishwasher. And you know, that's what I sent you a video on that. Where did it was, you? Yeah, I didn't even see it. I it probably skipped like... it for a reason. <laughs> no, it was talking about how uh, the dude was like how he takes his time and puts everything in the dishwasher so perfectly. I so it's really got right. to. So and then his wife just right? throw everything. <laughs> Bro, it's like, so. what's the point of like you know putting the dishwasher if you don't want it to spin properly? Yeah. You gotta spin properly so that water get around in there. She be stacking the dishes on top of there like. Like that, that spinner be just no, stuck in one place like that. I do not. <laughs> he thinks it is that way. Okay. But anyway, let go of the petty arguments. Let go and let go. Let go. Be, don't let something like that ruin your entire day. Just be like, you know what? It's not even a big deal. It's not. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, um, what's up? What else? Okay, what's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, what's Learn that? to argue in a healthy way very important which is communication Mm. a proper way of communication so you need to learn how to address what you are having issues with and actually listen Mm. to the person when they tell you how they feel and it's also a way that you say it too how how is your delivery because you shouldn't come off as super rude like yeah. you, you may like, be that's upset. how i am like yeah you may be upset about the situation what? but you have to learn how to deliver it in a very compassionate way are you in lower case <laughs> why did you do this you know stuff like that you know lowercase. <laughs> okay okay yeah, you don't think that work i mean it, it takes out the shouting and, I mean, and throwing yeah. things <laughs> I mean, you, there's no room for throwing something in a lowercase voice, you know? So it's argue lowercase. 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 Right, lowercase. That, that's, a, that's a start. You heard it here, folks. Lowercase. Advice from Nathaniel. <laughs> you got to point it out like that. Argue in lowercase. And then eventually it leads you to not arguing at all. And you see that it's pointless. Yeah. I mean, I saw this one video where he was like, when you're in an argument, just take the person's face and just kiss them. And just, what? <laughs> Why you do that face? I guess we're not there yet. Oh my goodness. No one's there yet. Kiss them. But then this other couple I watched, they were like, anytime you're in an argument, just have sex. And it'll just make well, things a lot of better. People, you got to think about the people who does talk about that. I mean, it, it doesn't make things better because we talked about this. It, it, it just leaves the problem for another day. And the problem will never be solved until you actually. I guess it on depends that. on the person because I feel like if we are, I I can talk while we're doing it. Nobody wants you talking there. <laughs> if it ain't if it ain't talking about sex, you having a conversation with something else. Like, dude, like I don't know what type of person you think I was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. oh All right, 
Um, children are a result of love. Don't let them become the core of your marriage. Your healthy relationship is the core of your family. So make sure that you nurture not only your children, but nurture your marriage. And then the last thing they said was learn each other's love language, which I think is very important. And if you haven't heard our episode on the five love language, five love languages, probably check it out. Uh, yeah, the link is in the description below. Um, make sure you go there. Oh, you should say the link is on the left corner right there. Ooh, we didn't make a video of it, so it wouldn't be. We didn't. Oh, no. okay, okay. Yeah. So the link is going to be in the description below. So go ahead and go take a listen and let us know what you think about that. Um, but yeah, those are a few pieces of advice for marriages. Which one was your favorite? Mm-hmm. They all was my favorite. My favorite was the sex one. I think that was just <laughs> the best piece of advice ever. Like, literally, like, when I read that, I was like, that right there was so perfect. Because okay. people are always saying, test drive the car and all this stuff. And it's like, people don't even, most people don't even keep their car long. Yeah. <laughs> that they test drove. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway, thank for you sure. guys for listening. And see you next time. Um, keep, keep it, it rolling. rolling. I mentioned earlier to go to the Bible when it comes to learning about love. So, Go to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7, and it says, Love is patient and kind. Mm -hmm. Love does not envy or boast. Mm -hmm. It is not arrogant or rude. Mm -hmm. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Let him cook. Amen. You are ridiculous. Hey, Mars. (laughs)